0: Welcome to Jeanette's TV and podcast. I'm your host, Jeanette Burke. And today I have a unique type of interview with a unique type of individual. He was an addict. He was a hairdresser, a business coach, a radio host, and so much more. But he used his past to help business owners transform and be leaders. Welcome to my show. Mark Stephen Pooler, who is today a PR strategist with a PR company, and he's going to talk to us about how he does it a little differently. And he is also the host of Brilliant TV. Welcome to the show, Mark Stephen Pooler, all the way from the UK. How are you doing today, Mark?
1: Hi, Jeanette. Thank you so much for that beautiful introduction. I'm so excited to be on your show and I'm really looking forward to a conversation with you.
0: As am I. So it's not every day, you know, you have a very unique backstory. I'd like to hear a little bit more about your backstory and I know my audience would too and how you were able to take all of it, harness it And step into a role that, you know, you really want to be in now. You really came full circle. Tell us how you did that.
1: I would love to, Jeanette. Let me start at the beginning. That's a great place to start. I was always the guy at school that got bullied about the way I looked. Also about my sexuality. Even at the age of five, before I knew my own sexuality. Gay queer, you name it, I was called it, big chin, big ears. That led to me, Jeanette, having really low self-esteem and low self-confidence. And also my education really suffered because I started to play up to calm the bullying down. I used to try to make people laugh. So my education really suffered secondary school the bullying was a lot worse I remember having to run home from school one day because the hard lad of class came and kicked me in my back for no reason I had to run the three miles home I left school at the age of 15 and that was when my drug taking started it started with soft Drugs, to start with, things like cannabis, amphetamines. And by the age of 21, I was addicted to crack cocaine and heroin.
0: Oh, dear.
1: I went out on a party night out with friends, tried a cocktail of party drugs, dancing away on the dance floor one minute. And the next moment I woke up in hospital I had just collapsed and died from drug use. So I had bruises all up my arm where adrenaline had been pumped into me. My chest was all shaven where they'd use shockers to bring me back to life. I was living a bad life, Jeanette, that was going nowhere. So that's my backstory of where I come from.
0: Okay. So I understand all, all that. And it, it is, a, it's a very sad, slippery slope that you were on. And the truth is you may have wound up dead, but you managed to take from that experience, turn your whole life around. And now you help others do that and also get seen, get visibility. Tell us a little bit about the transformation. You know, how were you able to go from that place to where you are now and some of the obstacles along the way?
1: Great question, Jeanette. At the age of 15, I went straight into hairdressing and that was what I have done from the age of 15 right up until the age of 30. That was great, Jeanette. It built my confidence. I learned how to deal with the public, customer service skills, but also my party lifestyle did take over. Again? Say that again.
0: Your party lifestyle, the one that you had when you were 15 and almost died, it took over again while you were doing hairdressing or did
1: I? I I started hairdressing at the age of 15 and that was when my party lifestyle uh, started. By the age of 21 is the moment I collapsed and died, and my party lifestyle then was out of control as well. A few days after that, Jeanette, my mom caught me in my bedroom at home, taking crack cocaine. She, again, again a few days after I had died, I I had no direction of my future, low self-esteem, no ambition, just wanting to go out and party to mask how I was feeling inside. So just a few days after I had died, I was still taking crack cocaine. My mom ran in the bedroom. She grabbed the crack cocaine pipe off me ran outside with it and she chucked it down the drain and she did one of the best things she could ever ever have done for me and that was to chuck me out of the family home. So it went from me being looked after, having my dinner on the table or my ironing done for me, to I had to start looking after myself. I got my own apartment. I moved away from all the people that were dragging me down and I slowly started to rebuild my life. I still did carry on taking softer drugs for another seven years, but I quit all of the Class A and the stronger drugs. But it was a very slow road to recovery, Jeanette.
0: Okay, so what do you take from that? You had learned some lessons, some very strong, valuable life lessons. What did you take from that that you now apply to helping um, clients gain confidence, transform their lives, have the business of their dreams and get that exposure that they need?
1: I would say for me, what I have taken from my past, never let anyone tell you what you are worth. Never let anyone tell you your value, know your values and stand by them. I stand for honesty, trust, loyalty, and love, and I stand by those values every single day. I would also say self-belief. I did not believe in myself when I was an addict, when I had gone through all the bullying. I had no self-belief. But if I had have only have realised. You are good enough just the way you are. I turn my life around with the power of my mind. I think mindset is so, so important. The thoughts that you put into your mind really do have an outcome on your outer reality.
0: So what do you teach people who are entrepreneurs, who are struggling, who are coming to you for advice What do you teach them about their mindset to keep them on track?
1: I would say everything starts with your belief systems. It's really important you have positive, empowering belief systems that leads to making better choices. And with repetition and action, that is what will lead you to a better result. But it does always start with mindset. And in the beginning, it does take a lot of work, working on your belief systems, I found really valuable for me, self-hypnosis is very powerful. I've used bits of NLP, also meditation, doing gratitudes, visualisation. I find this is really important and they are rituals that I do every day. But if people were struggling when they come to work with me, I would always start with their mindset first before going on to anything else.
0: And how can but how can you tell that their mindset needs adjusting and then you would give them maybe some tools? But how can they stick to those tools? How do you make sure it works for them?
1: I would say if people come struggling, you will know that because of the way that they are bringing their issues to you so that people will let you know look i'm not getting these results i'm struggling here and then that's when i would identify that they need mindset work also to get people to stick to these kind of tools I just say never see a big mountain in front of you take little steps and I would say plan out what you want to achieve on paper because if you can make it work on paper you can make it work in reality but only do little steps what works for me may not necessarily work for others so it's important that people do find their own path but i always say Personal development and self improvement is so, so important. And it's a lifelong journey. So just take little steps. But I always say to people the power of gratitude, visualization, and meditation. I really do swear by just those three simple steps, Jeanette.
0: Okay. So let's talk now about the PR side of your business. And how did you get into that? First of all, and it's not a traditional PR agency you, you run. It's a little different. I would like to you to explain exactly what you do on the PR side and why, why you chose or how you were able to get into this. Cause your background doesn't necessarily lend itself to PR strategist or PR agency, but you're there now. So tell us, you know, how did, what was the process? How did you get involved in this?
1: So I'll go over this a little bit quickly, just so that people can see the next steps, what I took. I worked as a hairdresser right up until the age of 30. By then I had grown up a lot, Jeanette. Then I was offered an opportunity in network marketing and I took the opportunity. And that is what opened me up to the world of social media entrepreneurship and also personal development. I had some success with network marketing. I got promotions. I built a team of 50, recruited into six different countries. But then I used to see speakers on the stages sharing their stories So that was my passion. I was like, wow, I have a powerful Powerful story. story. I want to become a speaker. So I left network marketing to become a speaker. I had no profile at this time, Jeanette. I spoke all over the UK for free. I didn't earn any money for around the first year and a half. I was just trying to get known. I then become a number one best-selling author. And then I was fortunate to share the same stage as Jack Canfield in Toronto. Oh, was...
0: you came to Toronto. Okay. Oh,
1: I love Toronto. Okay. I'm coming back soon. It's a beautiful city. I just love the people, the food, the lifestyle. It's an incredible country.
0: Okay, so you're on the stage with Jack Canfield in Toronto. You have a best-selling book. What was the name of the book?
1: The book was called Step Into Your Brilliance, an Entrepreneurship Guide to the Power of Positive Storytelling and Social Media to Position Yourself as an Expert. It okay, so let's get this one. back on
0: track. You're a speaker. You had a book. You're on the stage with Jack Campfield. You're in Toronto. You're earning, finally earning money as a speaker. How do yes. you wind up in PR or some form of PR, the PR that you do?
1: I found success with public speaking coaching. That was how I first monetized my business. I was then interviewed on a radio show in the USA to an audience of 3 million. And after I shared my story, they asked me to come back and co-host the show. And that was when I found my passion of media and PR and I seen the value of what PR and media coverage can do. And so I slowly built my PR business. I built my database of contacts. I launched my own radio show, Brilliance Business, on the Business Innovators Radio Network I also launched a web television show, Brilliance Business, on the E360 TV network. I set up my own publishing platform, MSPnewsglobal.com, which is a premium business magazine, which I've had a lot of success with. And I also launched the TMSP agency, which is a premium media and PR agency. I launched the agency at the start of the pandemic and I have boomed the whole of the pandemic, Jeanette. And I work, I have been fortunate to have worked with some of the biggest names in personal development, Business, I have interviewed and done media coverage for most of the original cast of the popular secret book and movie. I've worked with celebrities and I've got access to some of the biggest publications like Forbes, Entrepreneur, Cosmopolitan, Vogue, GQ, Business Insider, the list goes on.
0: Okay, so that's all great. Um, I think you were telling me though that you do not operate as a traditional publicist. Is that true? Like, where you're not, uh, you're not like doing standard pitching. You've got a, a a unique kind of way of doing it. Why don't you tell us a little bit more about that?
1: Where I am a little bit different to a traditional publicist or traditional PR. Everything that I do is digital media based. I already have relationships with the publishers, with the magazine editors, and with the television and podcast hosts. So rather than me having to hunt and pitch to get people slots on television or to get them placements in magazines, I have access to the publications. So it's a much simpler process that the client will tell me where they want to get placed we see if it's a good fit and then they get placed into the digital media and Jeanette everyone is online digital media is so so powerful we have seen that through the pandemic so I feel digital media is here to stay it's fast and it gets you new readership new exposure and it's a much simpler process than having to try and. Pitch yourself to journalists i can guarantee placements and it's a really easy process
0: well of course you're, you don't have to preach to the choir to me because uh, i'm doing some similar things to you and i also use the online medium but sort of where we differ and i i'd love you to comment on this is that you know i focus a lot on preparing Clients to be ready for the camera or the stage, so a lot of the, it's, all, it's a lot of media training, and it's a, it's all it's a good symbiotic relationship with somebody like yourself who's doing the pitching and placing. Um, if you could just for five seconds comment on what you why you also think that media training is important.
1: So, firstly, I don't do a lot of the media training, Jeanette, and let me tell you something. A lot of people do struggle when they get in front of camera. They do struggle getting interviewed. For example, some people will come on to shows and they will answer one question and take 10 minutes. The audience will switch switch off it's a really vital training what you are giving to your clients Jeanette it's vital that you are camera ready interview ready and it's just so so important so that you're putting your best foot forward you are shining a light on your business products your brand story the best possible way before you go out into media. So we definitely have a great synergy in that I don't do that side of the business. Well, so- and, mo-
0: and the truth is most PR people I talk to don't. So I'm happy to have the synergy and thank you for what you said, because yeah, it's, it's one thing to get pitched and get that spot, even if it's an easier process with you. But it's another thing to hold it in order to be invited back time and time again, right? And as opposed to, oh, that was like, let's get to commercial as soon as possible. Let's get this person out, you know? like
1: Yes, you You have to be ready, Jeanette. And I would say, if you're going to be on a Fox, NBC, ABC, CBS kind of show, and you have had no training, you will get eaten alive. You have to be ready. So you may want to start on smaller shows first. But media training is really, really important.
0: And even if you do start on smaller shows, you you still need it because you can still screw it up there too. But let's, let's move on to something else, which is I would like you getting back to what you do to um, exemplify a really great case study for us of a client that you took and using your methods and your placements, where did you place them and what were the results?
1: So I have worked with many, many different clients, Jeanette, and I have really great results to the point that my clients come back to me time, time and time again. I would give an example of a client named Sammy. She's a very successful millionaire multiple six-figure earner she is in branding and she went to a traditional PR that were charging her multiple multiple thousands I think it was going past 10,000 pounds monthly oh wow she came and worked with me and what she found was my press was a lot quicker it was instant and it was a permanent footprint some big publications especially here in the uk you may be in a big publication but that doesn't necessarily mean it's a permanent footprint on google on social media you may appear in a magazine and be gone tomorrow She was really impressed with how effective, how quick. And also she said it wasn't a fraction of the cost of what she was paying for traditional PR, but it was a lot more effective. Another quick example I will give you. This was just uh, for a lady named Gail. She appeared on my radio show she shared that radio show on Twitter and that, and she went on to pick up a premium client onto one of her services. That's just a couple of examples of what kind of results clients have got Jeanette.
0: Well, okay. Those are good examples. So I'm coming near the end of the interview. I just got a couple uh, questions left getting back to, you know, the whole entity of you and, and your struggle. What is the greatest challenge you face today and how do you overcome it?
1: I would say a struggle that's on my mind at the moment so that I'm being from the heart and being really honest. I'm just approaching a six figure business level. I'm really scaling up in my mind, I'm always thinking one to many, one to many. My business at the moment, I'm working very one on one on one with people. Oh, as but am I. I know, to take it to the next level, you do have to kind of pivot to one to many. So I am looking at ways of how to scale at the moment, taking on extra team members, et cetera, et cetera. But it's an ongoing journey. Nothing ever gets done, Jeanette. I'm in a really good place, really happy where my business is. But sometimes it's finding those next steps so that you can scale to those bigger levels. That's a challenge I find.
0: And I think we have that, all of us as entrepreneurs, whether it's getting to six figures, seven figures, uh, somewhere. I think the other day I read somebody, uh, an entrepreneur wrote on Facebook, I thought the hardest part was getting to 1 million. Well, actually it's not, it's getting to 3 million, right? So there's always going to be never done, you know, that's what makes the entrepreneurial journey a journey and so exciting. And if you're a committed entrepreneur like you and I, uh, and truly service based looking to help people, you know, there's always got to be that next thing coming um, to keep us going. So speaking of next things coming, what's next for you? And, you know, tell us a little bit about your radio show, your TV show, and kind of what's next for you, Mark.
1: So, A really piece of exciting news. I'm just in conversations and meetings with a screenwriter and they're looking at making my story into a screenplay. So we've already met for coffee once. I've got another coffee next week. So who knows, my life could be made into a screenplay. Oh,
0: so we're going to see Mark Stephen Pooler on the big screen. Which also means I may see you on the red carpet at TIFF and get an interview.
1: Hopefully. Hopefully that is my dream. I have a lot of great things coming up. I'm featuring in a lot of USA media over the coming weeks. I'm also featuring in the Daily Mail online in the next few weeks, which is a huge publication here in the UK. I am really excited with how my television show is growing. That's sort of growing every single week and just keep on doing what I'm doing and what I'm best at. And that's serving and shining a light on my clients, Jeanette.
0: Well, Mark, congratulations. I think you've done an amazing job. And as we come to the end of the segment, we do something here on Jeanette's TV and podcast called Shameless promotion. This is your opportunity to tell us how we can reach you. And uh, we want like, you know, your website, how we can reach you. And if you have some kind of giveaway or call to action, you want to let my audience know about maybe a downloadable or something. Go ahead. Say it all.
1: So if you are out there and I have resonated with you today and you are an entrepreneur or a business owner and you would like to get seen, noticed and heard with Worldwide Digital Media, you can schedule a free consultation at www.contactmark.com me that's www.contactmark.me contactmark.me I only ask one thing is that you are a serious entrepreneur you like to take action and you are ready to move forwards or even to find out more information on moving forwards that's www.contactmark me
0: okay and is that separate from your website or is that your website
1: if they go to that platform that has all my social media links and that is my contact platform but they can also check out www.mspnewsglobal.com for all the work that i'm doing with my clients as well
0: okay and we will share these links in editing so Uh, we're at a time today, but it's been a riveting conversation, Mark. Thank you for joining us. And thank you for sharing with us that you can overcome the obstacles of your past to create a brilliant future. And I want to thank you for being with us today as well. This is Jeanette Burke, your host, signing off for Jeanette's TV and Jeanette's TV podcast, you will find us on Facebook, LinkedIn, Twitter, Google, uh, Vimeo, YouTube, Pinterest, Twitter, TikTok, Instagram, you name it, we're everywhere and that's just the video side. You will also find the podcast on iHeartRadio. On Apple, on Spotify, Buzzfeed, Buzzsprout, Anchor, and a whole list more. You can go to triplew.dotjeanetteburke.dotcom. Go under Jeanette's TV and podcast. And you will see where we are everywhere. So, thanks for being here. And I want to remind you that you can support us in two ways. First, we have a Patreon account. You will find the link below. And secondly. We have Jeanette's TV and Jeanette's TV podcast merchandise, we have lovely t-shirts and sweatshirts, you can choose from um, an array of colors and sizes, you also get to choose whether you want our logo and inspirational tagline, your life your way, or an inspirational saying made by me and one of my guests in a previous segment, whatever you choose. It's all conveniently shipped straight to your door. And again, you can learn more in the link below. We have it at the shop. So until next time, continue to be fabulous.